Absolutely disgusted. Episode 26. Thank you for joining me on a breaking news day. News that has broke earlier today. It's all everyone's talking about. James Ducker is reporting that Ralph Ranick's planned two-year consultancy role with Manchester United has been scrapped, has been thrown in the bin. Both parties felt it was in their best interest. Ranić will now focus time fully on his new role as Austria head coach. I'm conflicted on this on this topic. You know, Ralph was supposed to be the savior, a long-term hire that was supposed to come in and bring in a culture. We've heard all the good things he's done in Germany, and we were hoping for him to bring it here, and it was supposed to be a long-term thing. Interim first, consultancy second. It's just all kind of crashed and burned. His outspokenness, I think, this is my little conspiracy theory. I think his outspokenness provoked the Glazers to a point where they kind of forced him to leave. The Glazers want someone who is a puppet, someone who they could control very easily, a mouthpiece in the club to push whatever narrative they want to push. And Ralph was not going to be that person. Ralph was very open and transparent. Now, Ten Hag, his relationship with Ten Hag is kind of interesting because in his debut press conference, he was asked if he had spoken to Ralph or he if he was potentially going to sit down with Ralph. And he kind of paused at the question and said, it's up to the club. You know, that's exactly how he said it, too. That's... His little accent too. It's up to the club, and it was it was interesting because such an easy question. You would you would have thought that he would say, yeah, of course I've talked to Ralph because Ralph is the one person in this whole club that knows everything about the players and the current squad. So why not, why wouldn't you sit with him? But just breaking recently in the past hour, Whitwell says that they indeed have sat down and talked and had a conversation. And the fact that he's leaving even after the conversation makes me think that Ten Hag doesn't believe in Ralph in the consultancy role, which is, you know, another conspiracy theory, but something that's highly probable. This is a giant failure, um, to be quite frank, but whose shoulders does it fall on? I think a huge burden has to fall on John Murta. He has to take the blame for this failure. Of course, Ralph's lack of impact throughout the season as interim achieving very little and then of course now losing him for at the end of the season we don't even get him for a consultancy role that has to be a big blemish on John Murtaugh's career with us and it's just a start so bad start by John Murtaugh but there is a bright spot there is a silver lining if you want one with Ralph leaving with the consultancy role being vacant I think this brings more control for Ten Hag, more opportunities for him to make decisions uh, instead of going through a middleman like Ralph. We know that Eric Ten Hag has negotiated this in the interview process. He wanted more control, and I think that's why the interview process kind of took as long as it did because we were the higher ups weren't you know so sure 
to give that much power to one person. But he has had it. We've seen him at IX. He has a lot of say in the IX team, and they've done pretty well. So I'm kind of looking forward to Ten Hag taking over, much like Sir Alex Ferguson in his day. But ultimately, this is a question. What is Ralph's legacy? What is he going to be remembered for 10, 20 years from now? You know, you're sitting at home, your kids, your grandkids look up to you. Can you tell us about Ralph Raniak? Was he a good manager? You know, your little, <laughs> your little child is looking up at, you know, they're very invested. You've made sure there are United fans and they're, they're asking you for your opinion. Papa, what do you think about Ralph Raniak? You know, worst impression of a child ever. But um, you look down at your kids and you say, well, Ralph is going to be remembered for two things, a positive and a negative. First, he wasn't afraid to speak freely about the failures of the club, the failures of the players, or the failures of himself, really. You know, he called out a lot of people and he wasn't afraid to share the truth. He was very, very transparent with us, the fans. That's something we will always be appreciative of. And the second thing he's going to be known for, and unfortunately this is going to overshadow his positive effect, is that he finished worse than he started in his interim, spiraling down the table. Ralph Rannick's points per game, 1.5, and win percentage, 42%, are both the lowest of any Manchester United manager in the Premier League era. That's very telling. And he promised a lot. He had... What happened to the promises of the high-energy Gangen pressing, the German pressing that he promised? It just was not fulfilled. And I think that's a big oversight by, by Ralph to promise so much. Getting 37-year-old Ronaldo to, to press was going to be a tall order. And then not to mention Rashford and Pogba, who don't run at all unless, you know, there's a barber closing soon and... There's a bunch of hungry kids that need feeding. Then yeah, that's the only time Rashford and Pogba are, are running. But it's a big oversight by Ralphie. At the end of the day, he will be known for someone who promised big but failed to deliver, unfortunately. So this has been episode 26. Join me tomorrow for another episode of the United Daily Breakdown. Cheers, guys. Kids are stuck on my team. Oh, Great. <laughs> really? <laughs> no?